Now, I don't know if you've seen me on your For You page before, but if you have, then, well, that honestly scares me as a concept. I don't even know how to process the fact that there are hundreds of thousands of people that have a concept of me behind the scenes. I don't know what it takes to comment. I'm not a commenter. I've never been someone that comments on videos, but somehow all of my videos and all of the videos on the internet have comments. I've just never felt the need like I needed to add anything to a video, but that being said, I read your guys' comments, and they affect me, and they hurt me. And no, this video isn't about me victimizing myself. I don't care that people do make mean comments. I have a problem with myself. My problem is, I don't know how to healthily process those comments. Now, I could ignore them, or turn off the comment section, or make debunking videos for everyone I can try to do, but that's just a self-defense mechanism. And sometimes I wish that I could just ignore the comments, but I'm at a point in my spiritual practice where I've deconstructed a lot of my self-defense mechanisms, so I literally can't anymore. Now, every time I read a comment, it sits with me. And it doesn't leave my mind until I've processed it, which sometimes takes weeks and months. So because of that, I've been really scared, honestly, to make videos because I'm still processing some comments. And I know how silly it is to care about these things, but it's just not easy, especially when you have this many followers. So I kind of wanted to just be honest about what it's like to be me, because I don't make videos about myself directly. Of course, technically speaking, all videos are an expression of myself, but I've actually never directly talked about why I make videos or what they mean to me. So I want to talk about the top five comments that really get to my heart. And at number five, it's people who think that I'm trying to sell them something. This one breaks my heart probably the most because I expect them to have watched all my videos, and no one does that except for myself and my mom. Because if you did watch all of my videos, then you'd know. I actually don't sell anything. Which is really weird for someone with this many followers. You would think that they would take sponsorships, and I did take two at the beginning. But truthfully, I learned that there's no point in doing so. Yeah, I got a couple hundred bucks, but for what? To sell you an app that I have no faith in? And a new type of revolutionary wallet? Like, it's bullshit. There's nothing that I have that I think is worth selling you, not even of my own. I don't have a course or book for you to buy because I don't believe in profit. I don't believe in assigning monetary value to things that will change your life. Now, some of you may point out that I have a Patreon, and that's true. And to be honest, I don't know how people find it because I put it there when I started making videos and I've never advertised it. And truthfully, there's nothing on there that's, like, better than what you already find. There's nothing more for you there. Honestly, I'm scared to even look at my messages because I'm afraid of disappointing those people that somehow found my Patreon. I don't know what people expected when they purchased my Patreon, but whatever it is, I'm sure it's less than what I put there because I haven't put anything on there for more than a year. So I think that all goes to say that I'm not selling things to people, but that's not the problem. The problem is I don't know how to deal with the fact that people are just going to put labels on me anyway. The one that hurts the most is grifter, like I'm just catching on to a trend of spirituality and selling things to people. 
And I know where that comes from, because if you're just scrolling your For You page, you're probably just going to see my most controversial videos, which make the viral ones. And if you're someone who doesn't know much about spirituality, then you're going to group me into all of the grifters that actually make profit off of spirituality. I'm talking the New Agers and the people that are selling you Matrix Theory and uh, the New World Order. Like, that's... Those are grifters, 100%. And I am throwing them under the bus because you should stay away from those people. But it, it hurts me when I get grouped into those because I don't want to be seen as that type of person. But I need to help myself understand that I can't control those. And I can't control those stereotypes in a way that I should accept. Number four comment that really sticks with me. This is a really specific one, but there's a lot of YouTubers and TikTokers that I look up to. And I'm at a following now where those type of people are starting to make comments on my videos. And it's weird that they don't even know that I've been following them for years. And yet they're criticizing me. So it's like your heroes coming to like deconstruct you. And that's brutal, let me tell you. One of the more recent ones on my recent video had to do with someone that I won't name, but they had a PhD in mathematics, and they said something along the lines of, I have a tendency to uh, over-mystify mathematics. And that broke my heart. Because mathematics being mystical isn't like a trendy thing that I'm trying to create a theory around. It's my lived experience. Mathematics was a solace for me, and it helps me understand spiritual things. I just can't comprehend that there's people who have PhDs in things that they don't think are mystical. Like, why did you get a PhD in it if you didn't see some transcendental expression of yourself in them? Because that, to me, is the point of mathematics as a passion. Passions should be places for you to direct the deepest, most profound parts of yourself in a way that encapsulates you such that other ways could not. So it's really invalidating for me to have people that like the intellectual side of my videos, like the academics side, like mathematics, but yet are naturally skeptical of my spiritual side. Because I see so much of myself in them. When I was younger, I was the same. I was like super skeptical, Richard Dawkins, God delusion. But then I discovered that I was wrong, that I was restricting myself from opening up to a greater world that is full of possibilities. And so what hurts me are the comments that are just like my younger self restricting themselves from opening themselves up to the same possibilities that I myself am grateful to have opened myself up to now. It's like strangely an empathy thing. Like, I'm not mad that you're criticizing me. I'm mad that you don't appreciate it as much as I do. And that's an insecurity of mine because I assume that I'm able to express it in a way that you'll understand. And when I can't get everyone to understand it, for some reason, that's an expectation of mine that I've failed. And so it sits with me. 
It's this perfection complex that I need to make this perfect medium to express myself. And when I'm unable to get that across, I'm disappointed. So that's one whole category of comments. But on the other side of the spectrum, there's people that really look up to me in an unhealthy way. And those two are things that I don't know how to process. There's, and this is going to seem weird, but there's people who look up to me as like a guru to them, a master. They call me those terms and I don't know what to do with that. I don't know if I should be that to them or not. There are people that compare me to like, like Jesus and the Buddha or the prophet of Islam. And it's like, whoa, okay, ignoring what I think I am. It's just weird that there are people out there that make such a comparison. What am I supposed to do with that information, right? Like, half the point of my videos is for you to not seek truth in other people's words. And I don't know how to then make videos about the things that I find are truthful and amazing without getting some authority complex across, like I'm the one who knows and you should come to me, because that's not the point of my videos either. If I have a message to my videos, it's not attached from me. My message is independent from me, but I can't spread that message without being me. I think I said there was going to be a top five, but I don't think I have enough room for this video, so we're going to end it soon. But just to summarize everything, I'm struggling making videos because I'm scared, and these are my insecurities that I'm learning how to process. But I don't plan on hiding in a hole. I plan on taking all that criticism and, you know, like, really working on that. Now, I hope my followers forgive me for taking some time off taking videos, but I will be doing lives. Those don't bother me so much, so I hope to see you there if uh, you do want to interact with me still. Shortcast Club.